How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and today we are jumping into how to craft your career plan B. So we're going to start by talking through three signs it's time to craft a plan B, then jump into specific steps for how to craft your career plan B with intention. I'll share some top tips for conducting risk and financial assessments And of course, I'll weave in a bunch of examples throughout the episode. So let's face it, even the best laid plans can go awry. I will tell you, when I started in self-employment, it was the end of 2019 going into 2020, and I had plans to kick off my career coaching and HR consulting business with the consulting side. So I started in January of 2020 with a presentation to a local HR community about my recruiting and consulting services. I had a room full of people and a lot of interest in what I had to offer. Then we all know what happened in March of 2020. The pandemic hit. With that, I quickly shifted to the career coaching side of my business, which ended up to be a blessing in disguise because I had so much more time and energy to help people navigate all the changes in the economy throughout 2020. So I was glad that I had plan A and plan B at my fingertips because you never know. So coming up with a plan B, aka backup plan, is really critical in today's world of work. And when you think about it, many of us carefully crafted our career plans in our early 20s. Or if you're like me, you jumped at the first great opportunity that came your way. Sometimes that plan worked out. Sometimes it veered off another way. Regardless, all of us have worked hard to get to the positions that we're currently in. But the reality is, more often than not, we're going to reach a point where we need a change. Sometimes change comes from internal factors like personal growth or a shift in our priorities or our values, or sometimes a necessary need to focus on our well-being. Other times it results from outside factors like technological advancements, economic downturns, or company restructuring, which seems to be the norm these days. 
Regardless of the circumstances, one thing is clear. The traditional idea of sticking to one career for your life is no longer practical or even possible in most cases. That's why it's important to remember it's never too late or too early to craft a career plan B. Creating a backup plan does more than ensure financial stability in the face of unexpected change. It also gives you the confidence and motivation that you need to pivot under any circumstances. So let's break down the steps you need to take to create a plan B that works for you. With the right mindset and strategic approach, you'll be able to make a smooth transition whenever the time comes. So first, let's start with three signs it's time to craft a career plan B. Now, it's always a good idea to craft a career plan, but sometimes plan B is more essential than optional. So here are three signs it's time to start thinking about your career plan B. Number one, you're feeling stuck or unfulfilled in your current role. So if you're feeling unmotivated, unfulfilled, or just plain bored in your current job, don't ignore those feelings. They're not just negative emotions that you need to push through. Instead, they could be a sign that you're ready for a change. So you might be feeling things like while you appreciate the opportunities and the experiences that you've gained so far, you can't shake this feeling that something is missing or there's a mismatch between your skills and your current work. You feel like you're capable of contributing more and making a greater impact. However, the nature of your current role or the tasks that you're doing don't align with your long-term goals or your career aspirations. It's not that the work itself is bad, but rather you desire more meaning and challenge in the projects that are going to allow you to grow. I remember this feeling very distinctly. When I was working in corporate in a particular role, I had this awesome team. We were doing really good work, but I just felt like I had more to give. And that's okay. Noticing it and taking steps toward a change is the important part. So sign number two is that you're experiencing burnout or a lack of work-life harmony. So it might be time to reassess your priorities if you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or burnt out. Your health and well-being should always come first. And if your job is taking a toll on these areas, it is time to take action, my friends. I'll never forget, it was a Monday morning and I was in a very challenging particular period of my career and I had a really hard time catching my breath before I started work. It was like this feeling of breathlessness, like the air was insufficient to meet my body's oxygen demands and it was causing this need for more air. And this suggested stress and pressure that I was feeling was associated with my job. And that physical and emotional state was manifesting in this difficulty of breathing. So paying attention to these physical signals can remind you to reassess your job situation and consider making changes that align more closely with your values and purpose. 
And when stress shows up, it's usually a wake-up call asking us to get in front of the trigger and upgrade our internal programming. Some of you might have heard of the term somatic wisdom, and that's really referring to this innate intelligence and knowledge that's held within our bodies. It's allowing us to tap into these physical sensations and emotions and intuitive clues as a valuable source of guidance and understanding when we're ti- when it's time to make decisions. So pay attention to your body and those physical signs of stress. So sign number one is feeling stuck. Sign number two is that your well-being is compromised. Sign number three is that you're curious about other industries or career paths. So if you find yourself daydreaming about working in a different industry or pursuing a different path, don't ignore those thoughts. Curiosity can be an exciting sign that you're ready to experience something new. And it's natural to feel comfortable and settled in your current role. And it's equally important to listen to that inner voice and explore the opportunities outside your comfort zone. Our professional lives and our careers are dynamic. And as individuals, we evolve and change over time. It's only natural that our interests and our aspirations may also shift. So by embracing curiosity and being open to new opportunities, you create space for personal and professional growth. Exploring different industries or paths can expose you to fresh perspectives in a whole new world of possibility. So this is an opportunity to uncover those hidden talents and discover new passions and realize your true potential. So I encourage you to take some time for introspection and reflection. Ask yourself what truly excites you and what kind of work would make you jump out of bed every single morning. Once you have a clear vision of your aspirations, you can then identify the steps that you need to make a smooth transition. Remember that change can be daunting, but it is also super gratifying. And by embracing your curiosity and taking proactive steps toward a new direction, you're investing in your fulfillment and professional success. I recently spoke to a couple recent grads about their career plans, and one of them got into a discussion about plan B. So he was an undergrad in biology and thought that he wanted to go to med school to be a surgeon. Then did some more research and realized he didn't want to dedicate his life to being a physician while working all kinds of crazy hours and the lifestyle that goes along with that. He wanted a family and he wanted to prioritize life over work. So we talked about shifting into medical sales that aligned well with his charismatic personality and was a way to stay in the medical community. So it had a similar purpose of helping people in the medical field with a lifestyle that more that felt more aligned. So you can think about how plan A quickly shifted to plan B in that situation. So now that we've talked about three signs that it might be time to craft a plan B, let's move to how to craft your plan B with intention. A career plan B gives you the confidence to take risks, try new things, and pursue opportunities that may not have been on your radar. 
It can help you stay motivated and focused. And when you have a clear idea of what you want to achieve, you're more likely to work towards it with enthusiasm and dedication. So step one in crafting plan B is to take inventory. Within my Fried to Flourishing course, there's an exercise called Three Things to Notice Daily. So as you start thinking about what your career plan B might look like, it's a good idea to pay attention to your answers to these three questions. What energized me today? What drained me today? And what assignments am I looking forward to doing? Think of this exercise as a way of taking inventory on the things that you love and don't love about your current role. When you do this for a few weeks, you'll start to see patterns and trends that pop up. And if you're unsure of the type of work you want to do next or in plan B, you'll likely find answering these questions truthfully provides you with helpful clues that can guide you toward a more fulfilling career or help you in crafting plan B. Step number two in crafting plan B is to tune in. One of the most important steps in crafting your career plan B is slowing down enough to listen to your intuition. Sometimes I refer to this as finding the flowers, which I have an entire podcast episode dedicated to that I'll add to the show notes, but it is easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life and ignore our inner voice. But slowing down and tuning in can help you gain clarity and perspective on what you want. So just start by taking two minutes each day and reflect on your career goals. Ask yourself the hard questions. And by listening to your intuition and reflecting on those, you can gain a better understanding of what you want out of your career that will help you craft plan B. Step number three when crafting plan B is to conduct a risk assessment. So we're not going to do anything silly and just jump into some new career path without any planning or risk assessments. We're going to consider the possible risks and how you might mitigate them to craft a really robust plan B. So first, you want to identify potential risks. So some ideas here might be to look at supply and demand of a current role or an interesting role to you. So there might be a saturation of your desired role in the job market, making it really challenging to secure your desired position. Or the opposite, there might be a ton of openings that might make it exciting for you to jump into. Another risk you might think about is technological advancements. So how is technology impacting your skill set or your desired role or industry? And what does that look like as it's related to your plan B in the job market? Another risk you might want to think about is industry viability. So the industry you desire to work for might change and you want to understand that future outlook. And then from there, it's time to evaluate the impact of each risk. So going back to that supply and demand, if you want to think about impact here, if there's a high demand and not a lot of supply for a particular role, you might have your pick from multiple job offers. I remember once we were hiring for an electrical engineer position and we were making fantastic offers to students right out of school. 
And they turned us down because they had their pick of the litter when it came to job offers. So you want to think about the supply and demand. In terms of the impact of technological advancements, falling behind on technological advancements may make securing a desirable position harder. So you have to think about that and what that does to your career plan B. The impact of industry viability. So industry or company level restructuring could result in limited job opportunities or even layoffs. So you want to do a really detailed analysis of the risk and impact of your desired industry. And then from there, you want to think about how to mitigate your risk. So go back to the supply and demand example. Here, you could diversify your skill set by acquiring different skills or exploring related fields. So maybe you're a software engineer and you want to work in something related like data analysis. Or you could pursue advanced certifications to increase your chances of finding alternative job opportunities. The impact of technological advances. So stay up to date with industry trends and continuously upskill yourself. You can attend workshops and conferences and online courses to stay ahead of these advancements. In terms of industry viability and mitigating that risk, here I would recommend networking extensively within your desired industry. Maintain connections with professionals in different companies and be open to exploring different organizations within your desired industry and really learn about the future of that industry. So by conducting this risk assessment and developing Plan B, you have a proactive strategy in place to address potential challenges that might arise. It helps you stay adaptable, resilient, and prepared for various scenarios increasing your chances of success in the long run. Step number four when crafting plan B is to identify your transferable skills. So these are your skills and experiences that will work across multiple different industries and roles. This will make you more flexible in your current career and broaden your scope of potential plan Bs. This is such an important topic. I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to it next week. So stay tuned. Step number five is to dig into the financials. So this is often overlooked, but it's a crucial aspect of planning career plan B. You must understand your financial situation and how shifting to plan B might impact it. This will enable you to make a more informed decision when it becomes necessary to pivot. Conducting a financial analysis will help you mitigate risk and it will provide those insights into your financial plan and identify potential challenges before they happen. So here are a couple ideas that you can think about when you're conducting your financial analysis to mitigate risk. So assess the financial viability of your plan. So analyze your income potential. Research the average salary range for professionals in your desired career field and consider growth prospects. Evaluate whether the income potential aligns with your financial goals and obligations. Also, estimate your expenses. So identify your expected costs and maybe even consider some unexpected costs. How much is enough? 
This is a really big question that I encourage you to consider. A lot of times in our career, we're chasing salary and chasing money, but we often don't think about how much is enough. And then from there, remember to calculate your financial milestones. So determine the key financial milestones that you want to achieve along your career path, such as saving a specific amount for a future goal. And then think about the potential risks. So some industries or jobs or roles such as freelance or commission-based positions are going to have fluctuating income patterns. So assess that and consider the potential impact on your financial stability. And then from there, you want to have some mitigation strategies. So build an emergency fund, diversify your income. Maybe you start a side hustle and plan B turns into your side hustle that provides financial stability and flexibility for you to make a change later down the road. By conducting a financial analysis and implementing these mitigation strategies, you can better prepare yourself to handle risks and uncertainties. It enables you to make informed decisions, adapt to changing circumstances, and safeguard your financial well-being while crafting your career fulfillment plan. Finally, keep going. So courage and confidence come into play here, my friends. If you are going to pursue career plan B, it's time to get out of your head and get it into a plan. Then start taking tiny steps forward. Try setting small and achievable goals that align with your career plan B. But remember that progress takes time. Simply being patient and persistent in your efforts will pay off. The real deal with career plan Bs is that the act of crafting a backup plan especially when you've invested so much time, energy, and resources into your current path can feel overwhelming and intimidating. But it is something that can be done with a little bit of courage, a plan, and a whole lot of patience. So that's a wrap for this week, my friends. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please consider recommending it to a friend. And as always, you can find the detailed notes at flourish.careers slash blog. Talk to you next time.